When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is the mayor of PHNX, occasionally known as Derek Montia. I'm joined by the one and only rookie of the year, Thunderstick Jesse Friedman, my vice mayor. Wow, rookie of the year. Okay. Is it considered that? That. I, mean, I feel like you consider yourself that. I know your rookie season was more of what, like 2012? Whenever you did that Schulte interview right the, yeah you know, 2011 that was really i think when that peaked. was yeah that yeah was that was when i peaked it's it's yeah everything is 100 percent downhill after hey that trust moment. me but i was anyway i was a model for my dad's hotel at like eight and everything has been downhill since then for me so <laughs> you know peak at an early age but we had a good run of course this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings sportsbook america's number one sportsbook app uh guys diamondbacks had a tough loss last night against the colorado rockies and I know who people want to blame, uh, and here we we're we're here to also uh, blame that person first. But before we get to that, of course, we want to welcome back Carson Kelly's bat. Give it up, give it up for Carson Kelly's bat. Yes, and I am going to beat my chair with this later. But uh, congrats to Carson Kelly on really, you know, we missed you. We missed your offense. He has hit safely now in seven of his last nine games: three doubles, three home runs, and eight RBI. So looking a lot more like the Carson Kelly of old that Jesse once said if, if he could get back on track would be just a huge lift for this team offensively. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, it's been great to see, uh, you know, for a while it felt like Carson Kelly hitting well, at least against lefties, was just sort of a given. Um, and he got that yesterday uh, with Austin Gomber on the mound. Uh, Carson, you know, the home run, he also drove in uh, the other run that the Diamondbacks had in the game. Uh, the rest of the offense, Derek, was was a little bit quiet yesterday. Um, as much as you know, Mark Melanson was ultimately the guy who took the loss in the box score, and I think there's there's uh, you know some some reason to wonder you know about his usage and whatnot moving forward. But the Diamondbacks really need to to keep the offense more consistent. I think you could blame that just as much as Melanson for what happened yesterday. Oh, we're going to totally blame Melanson for what happened yesterday, or at least I am, but we'll get to that. At least you are. (laughs) Uh, There are guys that are trying to generate that offense that you're talking about on the base path when they don't really have much going on. Uh, Josh Rojas had a really fun heads up play on the base path yesterday of just catching the defense sleeping. And I mean, that's the kind of stuff that someone like Josh Rojas honestly brings to this team. Roe is just a gamer. And he is always looking for opportunities like that to give the Diamondbacks any advantage that 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 he can give them. I wish I wish everybody on the team had that same, you know, like that same baseball acumen or I don't even know if it's that I don't know if it's a high baseball IQ. I almost feel like it's just being crafty. You know, it's it's seeing opportunities and and having, uh, you know, the the. Uh, I guess the, the courage to go for them because that wasn't an easy thing to to decide to take off and do on your own in that situation yesterday. Yeah, that was an awesome play. Uh, You're absolutely right. Josh Rojas has kind of developed 
uh, this reputation as being a guy who plays with a lot of intensity. And and I think fans really enjoy that, right? I mean, he's he's very fun to watch, even if Josh Rojas, you know, isn't always a, a middle of the order type of a batter, you know, occasionally will have his miscues defensively, although there have not been that many of them this season. Um, he always brings that intensity that I think people really love to see. What he does, I think, is even even if your team loses, you feel like guys like Josh Rojas gave it every like it's the it's the left it all on the field, left it all on the court. And yeah, right. It's like you feel like right. someone like that did everything that they could to give their team a chance to win. And that's endearing to you as a fan, even if your team loses, like you look at a guy like Josh Rojas and think, dude, that guy gave it his all last night. Even if he goes over four or, you know, whatever the situation might be, you see that intensity that you're talking about at all times from him. Um, I have to give credit where credit is due because someone else showed some intensity yesterday and that was Dallas Keuchel. Uh, I was ready yeah. to lead the charge. I was lighting, you know, uh, what I, you don't light pitchforks on fire. You grab a pitchfork, you light a torch. I was ready to go after him with the angry mob uh, after he gave up those two early runs. But I mean, what, what an outing, a hell of an outing after struggling early to come back and go seven innings uh, and only give up one more earned run in that uh, for the rest of the game. I, I thought it was incredible. Yeah. I thought, again, he didn't have the best defense behind him. Like he, like he hasn't had in some of his starts. It's not entirely his fault. Sometimes the uh, defense is not very sharp behind him, but this was a case where uh, we, I, I think this is a characteristic of the entire pitching staff at this point. Didn't have his best stuff early, but somehow stuck with it, you know, and 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 ended up having a strong outing despite you know those that early struggle. Yeah, it, it definitely didn't get off to a good start. I mean, I think a lot of people were in a here we go again uh, sort of mindset with Dallas Keuchel, you know, back to back doubles to lead off the game, and then Brendan Rodgers, I think, had an RBI single that brought in two runs really quickly, but. Yeah, I mean he he settled down in a in a big way. I think he threw twenty five pitches in the first inning, and then uh, I think he would have thrown about um, about seventy three through the rest of the game through the next six innings. So I mean that's that's uh, incredible efficiency from Dallas Keuchel from that point forward. And um, you know you see glimpses of I'm I'm not going to say that Dallas Keuchel is is you know close to what he was in 2015 when he won the Cy Young Award, but he certainly has a a presence on the mound. Just the way that he carries himself, um, just even seeing him briefly in the clubhouse um, a little bit over these last couple of weeks, uh, he you can tell that the guy really knows what he's doing at this level, and you know he's gone through uh, some some adversity this season in particular. Uh, some of his pitching arsenal is not working the way that it has in the past, but uh, this start was a was a huge step forward for him. Also, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Dallas Keuchel has amazing tattoos. Absolutely, he does. Incredible he does. I, I I I want to touch base with him just to so we can exchange tattoo artist information. I'm sure it's somebody from Chicago or somebody I'll never get a chance to go to because they're just you know a celebrity artist or something. But great tattoos, great. Big, top top notch test and but. i will i will also say that the the beard is as advertised it is it's, it's it is in, in as person? great in person oh. as it is on television i'm a, I can, I'm a beard guy but i know my limits jesse i have tried to grow this thing <laughs> out and it is awful the it's i almost got like i don't know if you've ever seen will forte with a beard and like the last uh last man on earth show i have a very similar thing going on where once it gets past a certain length, I immediately look homeless. Uh, 
There's nothing I can do about it to <laughs> not look homeless. And uh, it's just not, it's not a good look for me as a, as a person I've tried. I have beard envy of guys like him because holy shit, it's a, it's an impressive sight to behold in person. What's not though is watching Mark Melanson pitch in non-save situations. Jesse, uh, I know what you said. We are going to say the offense uh, does deserve some credit for last night's loss, but now we're going to transition to Mark Melanson and just uh, again, I don't know if it's the concept of using him in non-save situations. Brenly brought it up on the broadcast. I don't know if that's a cop-out. I, I don't know. Does it matter if the Diamondbacks would have been up four to three? Would that would that have changed his performance? Would that ninth inning, if we went to an alternate mm. multiverse, would that have changed what Mark Melanson did in the ninth inning? Or would he have let the Rockies tie it up and then we go to extras or maybe even blows the save if the Diamondbacks are up by one run? But what do we do with Mark Melanson, Jesse? Is there a point where somebody like him doesn't get like to to do this regardless of performance yeah it's it's hard to say i mean we've we've had the conversation before about the whole non-save situation thing and obviously bob brenly knows what he's talking about right he's been around this game for a while and and i do think it's totally possible that you know some guys could have more success in safe situations but they you know they're they're just not quite on their game in non-safe situations is a it's a bit of a weird moment for them um we've looked at the numbers before Derek I don't think there's a whole lot of evidence from Mark Melanson's career numbers that you know he's phased by non-safe situations necessarily I I don't really think that's a fair assessment but the numbers this season make it pretty clear I mean he's been uh, substantially better in safe situations than non-safe situations so I don't know if there's really anything to that I think it could just be a baseball being baseball sort of a thing but you're certainly not alone in, in asking the question. And I'm also afraid of what you're about to do with this baseball bat that you're menacingly holding in your, in your hands right now. <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, I went back and did the math. The diamondbacks are actually 500 after Mark Melanson loses. So, and they're on a kind of a bit of a losing streak lately when he loses. So I think they're due. I think today we're going to see the diamondbacks rebound, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're, they're just, it, it comes a point where you see the Diamondbacks have better options uh, that are more consistent with a lower ERA. And of course, I'm talking about Joe Mantiply. You know, I don't know why, uh, you know, you're so dedicated to a guy being the closer forever, regardless of performance. I don't know why you feel the need to bring somebody in who has a bad track record uh, of non-safe situations when you know, you can, you can bring in, there's so many other options. I know he doesn't have a lot of options, but there are other options. And Mark Melanson just doesn't seem to be the one for this team. Last night, I think the one thing that frustrated me the most about his ninth inning was they, the Rockies weren't fooled by him. There was no like overpowering there. There, there was very little I was seeing out of him. That would be a dominant ninth inning pitcher. The Rockies seem to feel the same way. You know, and like, I don't know, I, I, someone tweeted uh, us about, you know, the, the situation with uh, Mark Melanson being kind of like a washed up closer. And that wasn't really necessarily the case. He led the league in saves last year. Right. But he was with a very good team. So that's a big part of it. 
Uh, Gabe says Mantiply gave up the home run, so he doesn't get sent to the Yankees at the deadline, which, of course, yeah, you're right. That was a smart move. Um, but <laughs> I think uh, I think David Peralta joked about that recently, about how like he might try to play worse here over the next few weeks so that he can stick around in Arizona. I think Nick Picoro um, had a, a pretty good quote from him uh, on that. But uh, yeah, one, one quick thing before we get back to Melanson, just touching on Joe Mantiply. The man has turned himself into a monster of an asset. I mean, he has a sub two ERA and he's under team control. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's at least like four more seasons or something like that. So there's a lot of team control remaining with Joe Mantiply. And, uh, you know, the Diamondbacks are not used to having bullpen assets like that. You know, usually when they have had an effective reliever, which hasn't happened much over the last decade, but when they have, it was usually you know, a veteran sort of at the end of their, uh, the end of their career on a short-term contract, which kind of diminished their trade value. Joe Mansupply is not in that situation. I know he's a little bit older than a lot of guys in his position. I think he's 30. Um, but I mean, it, it, he really is, is quite a trade asset. I, I honestly don't think we have to worry about the Yankees picking up Joe Mansupply because I think the Diamondbacks would really have to be overwhelmed in order to consider something like that. I, you're right about that under team uh, under contract until 2026. So okay, so it'd be four more, yeah, four more yeah, seasons. Team, after team this control one. through next year, and then arbitration eligible for the last three. But yeah, I mean, not doesn't doesn't make very much for the performance that he's giving this team, right? So right, uh, of course, you actually have lots of information about Joe Mantiply uh, available on gophnx.com you guys make sure to check out jesse's articles over there they are unlocked for you for absolutely free uh this month while jesse is here while jesse is showing he's he's peacocking a little bit he's 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 putting those feathers out and he's letting everybody see them um so make sure to check out his articles whether you're a member or not and then when you see how wonderful they are you know you can't live without them in your life so go ahead and sign up for membership if you haven't done so already you can get an annual membership which will get you a free t-shirt like this guy Cody, the coyote, which you can get uh, over at the phnxlocker.com and get a free t-shirt of your choosing if you get that annual membership. Uh, if you choose to get a month-to-month membership, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get access to our members-only Discord, which is popping. Jesse, I told, I was told that the coyotes is the only more happening place on Discord uh, than us, which makes me jealous and makes me want to strive to get to number one, much like, you know, much like uh, mm. Tori Lavolo asked, Barry Bloom, how can he become his number one manager in, in his book? You know, I want to be, I want to be the number one place on discord, the PHNX D back. So uh, <laughs> join us there. We're having a good time. Also, you'll get members only discounts over at that PHNX locker for our merchandise. Hope you guys are enjoying all of that. Also, uh, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, please subscribe to the PHNX sports YouTube channel. Uh, please leave us a review. Come and comment with us. Uh, talk to us, chat with us like Josh Hunt. Thunderstick out here putting up Mantiply numbers on these articles for a Mantiply price. Exactly. Exactly. It's a value <laughs> what you're getting right now out of Jesse. And it might not, just like Joe Mantiply, this might not last for long. We'll see what happens. But uh, of course, if you guys uh, are watching us on YouTube, subscribe and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. And also, yes, the draft was nuts. Uh, so hard to compete, definitely. Yeah. Uh, guess what? We're yeah. covering the MLB draft. Spoiler alert, not going to be as crazy as the Coyotes draft because it's MLB and we know we know what happens. It's baseball. Nobody cares, but we care. We care a lot because the <laughs> Arizona Diamondbacks have three picks, very high, 
uh, in the MLB draft. So make sure to join us for our draft. We'll make it, we'll make it exciting. Um, at least you're going to see me drink a whole lot of beer. Uh, and, and, you know, Jesse's going to have to carry me home, but we'll see what happens. Cause it's going to be four <laughs> peaks. Of course, we're going to be drinking all the four peaks beer. So make sure to check out four peaks as well. Uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us, leave us a five-star review. Uh, Jesse deserves it just for the articles. If, if not for the show, for the articles. So, uh, we thank you guys again for checking us out. Of course, the coyotes had their draft party, uh, yesterday we were talking about how much fun that is. And, uh, you know, I liked how aggressive they were. I was talking about this on the bets podcast just before we went on the air. And I liked that they traded up for the 11th pick. I liked that they seemed to have a plan. They did uh, move around as far as trying to focus on when these draft picks would, you know, trying to get the highest quality players that they can for like the same time frame, Right. So it le- looks like they're building towards something great over there. Uh, good luck getting tickets to see them in Tempe because that is going to be uh, difficult uh, or wherever. Uh, is it Scottsdale or Tempe? I think it's in Tempe, but um, where, yeah. where the ASU, ASU plays. But of course, Jesse, this made me think of the Arizona Diamondbacks and our drafts in the past. Uh, some of the good picks, some of the bad picks. Um, some picks that just completely people forget, like the Diamondbacks first pick in 1996, uh, Nick Beerbrot. I think that's how you say it. First ever draft pick, uh, pick number thirty in that draft. Wait, say say his say his name one more time. Did beer, you just say? I, I want to say it's. I'm. I, I. You know what? I'm still stuck in July Fourth, Lord. Because beer, like beer brought. It looks like it's beer brought. <laughs> I don't know. It's b i e r b r o d t. So I don't know. That feels like beer brought. Beer broad. I don't know. But first ever draft pick, 1996. Played a whole 38 career games. But of course, we know the Diamondbacks' best draft pick of all time none other than paul goldschmidt there's no way that you can ever convince me and i don't know if the arizona i don't know if the arizona diamondbacks will ever surpass the value that they got for that draft pick for paul goldschmidt considering the player that he became yeah yeah and i also did just look up um this player that you're mentioning and sure enough on baseball reference it has beer brought as as you pronounce his name so How do we that is... remember this guy? 38 career games. You you ruined us. <laughs> we could have had jerseys and promotions. Beer brought. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. <laughs> Sometimes when you have a great uh... game like that, you just need to try harder and be a better player. That's what I'm saying. This chair is going to get it before the end of this episode. Don't you guys worry. <laughs> but... Still mad about uh... Mark Melanson, but now I'm even more mad about we us having a, a player named Beer brought. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, go that ahead. Is, that is an incredible Lincoln. name. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just the the history of the Diamondbacks in in the draft. I think over the last few years, um, it's generally pretty well regarded what they've what they've been able to do. Really, under Mike Hazen, um, I think the Diamondbacks have drafted pretty well, according to at least what what most analysts would say right now. Um, now, granted, we haven't seen many of those guys at the big league level, so you can't really uh, you can't really judge that too much at this point. But feels good, um, yeah, the, it feels like they made some yeah. I, I think they have made some good picks. And um, I mean, looking just kind of at the larger uh, franchise history in the draft, the Diamondbacks have had the first overall pick uh, a couple of times. Justin Upton, of course, uh, they took in the in first overall in the first round back in 2005. Um, that, was, that was a and, good little stretch for them, considering what those guys ended up doing for that team. 04, 05, and 06. Steven Drew. Justin Upton, Max Scherzer. 
Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, I mean, that's that's a good that's triple. A haul. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad we couldn't keep those guys together. Yeah, and it's it's funny that a lot of people say, you know, Justin Upton, he was the first overall pick, and and a lot of people thought he was going to be a superstar, um, which, of course, I don't think he ever quite reached that level. Um, his best seasons were honestly probably with the Diamondbacks when he was really young. His best season might have been uh, 2011 when he was 23 years old. Uh, he had 31 home runs that year, but he did have some uh, some good seasons after that as well. Uh, 2017 was a pretty big uh, bounce back year. He hit 35 home runs for uh, the Tigers and the Angels in 2017. But um, it's still a pretty incredible career that Justin Upton has had um, all in all. A lot of people, you know, might think of it as a disappointment. But when a guy, I mean, he's literally on his 16th season in the majors. When, when, When you take a guy first overall who spends 16 years in the majors, that's probably a pretty good pick. Um, and then of course the, the more recent first overall pick that they had was Dansby Swanson. Um, and you know, the bitter topic, I don't want to talk too much about that, but all right, there we go. Derek got his opportunity. <laughs> You're going to say something that upset me, Jesse. I knew it. Oh. <laughs> I always do. Yeah. And, and Dansby Swanson has had a pretty good year for the Braves this year, too. Uh, probably his best offensively. So, I mean, those are just their first overall picks. They've had some other high draft picks as well. Um, but it is funny. I mean, Goldie was taken in the eighth round. So you never really know what you're going to get with uh, with the MLB draft. Ah, see, Chris is just Chris is just throwing gasoline on this fire. I'm glad I got rid of that bat. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the draft's uh, not nearly as productive as the Coyotes were. But we'll see if that plays out well for them. Uh, hopefully, they will. Right? We're we're all in this together, all AZ, and we want to see the Coyotes succeed. Especially, oh, I'd love to see them succeed in that tiny ass arena. Let me tell you, Jesse, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something I really want to see. I really want them to shut up a lot of people, but I don't think it's going to be happening yet. So, of course, uh, you can go on the uh, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app next year, and I still think that betting against the Coyotes is a solid pick when the NHL season comes back around. Uh, I, I am actually going to take, uh, speaking of draft picks or or uh, DraftKings picks. I'm going to take uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks today as my pick of the week, Jesse, with Zach Gallon on the mound, bouncing back from a Melanson loss. Again, they're three and three. I think they're due. I think they're going to be four and three after a Melanson loss. And I think Zach Gallon is going to give up very few runs. So I'm thinking I'm taking uh, under uh, half a run in the first inning. And that's something you can parlay together on the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook, you can do whatever you want. You can go in there, pick World Series winners. You can go in there right now and just for a dime, put like 20 legs from today's baseball games all on one parlay. Whatever you want to do, DraftKings Sportsbook, is it's, 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 your, it's an open book for you to determine uh, the future of your betting. But, of course, get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook if you're a new customer. More importantly, right now, uh, if you use our code of PHNX, you make your first deposit, and you will get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And don't do what I do did uh, on one of those promotions where I did not pay attention uh, to the risk-free bet. And I made my first risk-free bet for 10 whole dollars. So um, don't do that. If you're going to swing, swing big uh, when it's up to $1,000. I mean, if it's risk-free, then 
what do you got to lose? Literally nothing, right? What's that? Well, it's a free. Yeah, but it's a, if, if it's up to a thousand dollars, Jesse, you want to make that risk-free bet a little bit yeah. more significant, right? You're not going to get a whole lot of risk-free bets in life. That doesn't come around often. I've often wondered how long we're going to get this uh, a wonderful uh, cornucopia of specials that the DraftKings Sportsbook offers us because there is always a ten dollar. Uh, single game parlay, you know, risk-free bet available. It seems like on, on the app. So I'm always throwing $10 on some of these crazy parlays. I have not hit on many of them. I'm, I'm, I, I should be wearing a jacket and a scarf and, and a beanie with how ice cold I am, uh, on some of those 10 leg parlays, but one of them's going to hit Jesse. And when it does, oh boy, you bet you're not going to hear the end of it from me. Um, but yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, yes, Josh. Yes, I do remember that time that I nailed a bet but forgot to confirm it. I do remember waking up in the middle of the night and seeing it still on my app. I do remember that. Thank you for reminding me, though. Uh, Jesse, what are we going to get? We got three more. Uh, PHNX is absolutely risk-free. Chris, you're absolutely right. Uh, what are we going to get out of the uh, Diamondbacks going forward here in this series? Are you behind me on my bet? You think we'll see a bounce back today with Zach Gallon on the mound? More importantly, does Zach Gallon win his fifth start for the love of god <laughs> probably not just god. given the given the history <laughs> uh if the if the baseball gods get what they want which which oh. they usually do when it comes to zach gallon uh the diamondbacks may well win but uh will he get the win yeah that's probably gonna be a no decision uh no uh, wait so you, so your bet you're saying uh first inning uh, no runs, below I'm doing zero, the under. No, so runs. no runs being scored at all. It's a, it's a half for either run. team. So it's either uh, you bet the over, you bet the under, and it's for both teams, right? So okay, I'm thinking, okay. You know, I, I feel like we're not going to see any first inning offense. So of course, I'm going to be completely wrong about that. But we'll see. I don't know. That's what I'm feeling today. That's that's pretty funny. I'm pretty sure, uh, or maybe you, maybe you stole this. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that our friend Jake, uh, our friend talking Jake. Uh, when he made his uh, his DraftKings uh, sportsbook bets for today, I think he does like a bets thing every day. I'm pretty sure that literally was one of them. I think he took the under on uh, the under on runs for the first it's a, inning it's in a the good Diamondbacks bet. Rockies game. <laughs> it's a, it's a good bet. You can do it live during the game too. So like when you know when you see both pitchers kind of locked in, you can go in and do a live bet that the next inning won't have any runs scored. And sometimes oh, the value go. on it is pretty good. Well, it makes it makes a lot of sense in this one, um, especially for Zach Gallen, because uh, Zach Gallen, when he does give up runs, it doesn't tend to happen in the first Later inning. He's in very, game. very effective. Yep. Yeah. That was my so on that pick for sure, but um, I think that's a pretty you know, I, good, pretty good pick. I'd really like to see them bounce back in this series, uh, and and you know, win the next three. I know that might be asking a tall order, but they have four here against the Rockies. And I felt like yesterday's game was so close. It was again, another game that just slipped through their fingers, despite the fact that they had kind of a nice little comeback there and, and were able to tie it up late uh, and make it exciting, you know, but again, I am, I'm not relenting from my uh, idea that the Diamondbacks are a blast to watch. And even in losses, I've still been having a lot of fun watching this team, which I will reiterate, I did not say one time last season, maybe for like two games, maybe like there was a, <laughs> uh, you uh, said it in, no April. in there or two, or two yeah. uh, in there last season. That might've been a little exciting, but it's hard to, it was hard to be excited about this team last year. 
Yeah. So, so looking at this series, just the pitching matchup. So it's Chad cool and Zach gallon today, which is a, a very good pitching matchup. Um, I think, uh, I think Zach gallon might come out a little angry in this one, Derek, we'll have to see what happens. But after the comments that he made, you know, following the the last game that he pitched in, the Diamondbacks lost that one, a game that they had been, I think that was the game they were up five nothing and they lost six yes. to five. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Gallon, you know, came out after that game and said, these are the kinds of games that, you know, if we want to get where we want to get to, we have to win them 100 times out of 100. Um, and I think he was talking, you know, more to himself than anyone else when he said that. But uh, he might come out with some fire uh, in this one playing against the the exact same team. Some of the predictions for this game are hilarious to me. Gabe says Zach will go <laughs> seven innings, one run, no decision. D-back score in the sixth, uh, score sixth in the eighth. Melanson wins. Uh, sure, why not? I, I don't care. Let's just get some wins. The the W there at the end is important. The Clutch Canuck says, I feel like they have a chance even when they're down in the ninth most of the time. Rare for last season. I mean, not yeah, for last a good point. Season, to be honest. I never... Like they would be up by one in the ninth and I would not feel confident about what was going on last season. And that's not even hyperbole, Jesse. That is like legit. I had to write game recaps about this team. I'm not like blaming them by any stretch of the imagination, but like it was very hard to write game recaps about this team last year because sometimes when you're writing a game recap, you're telling the story of what's going on in the game, but the narrative kind of spells itself out for a win until they lose late. Uh, And there were so many articles last season that I had to go back and change after I'd already wrote 75% of it, because even when they won, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't feel confident that they were actually going to win. I need a whole lot of OGs that I didn't have access to last year just to, uh, just to get over some of the rewrites that I had to do. But of course, uh, that's my way of segueing into our sponsor and friends at OGs. My best friends, by the way, we're really close friends, uh, close personal friends. Uh, and you can find OGs, wonderful brand of uh, gummies, edibles near you in a dispensary near you. Uh, they have a wonderful variety of flavors. I've been talking about it a whole bunch, but that is what they focus on, the flavor of their edibles, which uh, some, some edibles can be inedible with the lack of flavor, uh, or just a strong cannabis flavor. You know, uh, one thing OGs prides themselves on is masking that with a delicious gummy flavor. And you can find a variety of flavors, including their new pina colada, pineapple and creamy coconut blend. Uh, you, they also have a bunch of, uh, I really like their cream blends. I'm a big orange creamsicle guy. They have an orange creamsicle. Uh, they also have a blackberries and cream as well as a whole variety of flavors, a variety of doses that you can get from three milligrams on up 10 milligrams and beyond. If you're a medical patient, uh, you can also get yourself a variety of, uh, strains, sativas, indicas, whatever you're in the mood for. Uh, I suggest often, uh, pairing a sativa with watching cartoons on mute and listening to rap music. But you know what? You can do whatever you want to do. Just like the DraftKings Sportsbook, it's it's an open book for you to do what you want to with. Uh, just use responsibly. Of course, must be 21 years or older to purchase. And you can find them at your local dispensary. You can check out OGs online if you cannot find them at your local dispensaries and, and you'll find it near you at ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. Um, and also, again, shout out to our friends at Four Peaks. I talked about drinking their beer and how much I love to do that. Uh, but we were very thankful to have our draft party for the Phoenix. Or oh, I just said I was about to say Phoenix Coyotes, Jesse, and I should probably be banned. <laughs> 
from this network for almost saying that. That makes me feel old yeah, and wrong and stupid. But uh, for our Arizona Coyotes yesterday out at Four Peaks, it was an absolute blast. They killed the coverage. I don't think you could have found better Coyotes coverage anywhere else. And uh, again, big shout out. I mean, out they did them. a live show for four hours. Four, four hours. hours. Four <laughs> hours. Do we do we have to compete with that now? Is that what we have to do? We have to. I we, sure hope we don't have to go live for four hours. Four hours long, Jesse. Just tell me, <laughs> tell me. Oh, is there? Oh, did is there is there a jar now, Jesse? Did you bring a swear jar? Is someone bringing a swear jar? I that was my idea. So if someone stole my swear jar idea, I I mm, don't even get me. I started, think he might. Hey. It might be a a jar for the fact that you said Phoenix instead of Arizona Coyotes. Uh, I think that might be the jar we're talking it might about. Be that? But, oh, damn it! But a, but a swear a jar is also a, a five in there just for my egregious uh, mistake that I made. I don't think I didn't say the name though. I don't know if I should have to do that. I don't know if I have to do that. But well, that, but you did because you said you you said out loud. I, I was about to say, say Phoenix it? Coyotes. Oh, so you didn't have to, right. but you kind of just walked into it. <laughs> All right. Well, as long as it goes. Uh, hey, see, it's PHNX Coyotes, though. I'm sticking with it. I was talking about the brand. I'm not putting any money go. in anything. Uh, but yes, of course, again, we thank our friends out at Four Peaks. Uh, yeah, we will just go out and hang out at Four Peaks. Like Josh said, pretend we're covering the entire MLB draft. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll tell the people at Four Peaks that so they give us a discount or something. But they are wonderful hosts. Uh, and Chris brought up the wonderful food that they had last night. Barbecue chicken pizza is incredible, by the way. I really enjoy that over at Four Peaks. But more than that, I enjoy their variety of beers that you can get not only at Four Peaks Brewing Brewery Company. Brewing Company. I swear to God, I I, I will be able to talk at some point on this show. Uh, but not only do they have it out at their Eighth Street Pub in Tempe, you can also get it at your convenience store, your supermarket, your gas station, liquor store, anywhere you get your beers near you. Uh, make sure to uh, check them out and try a delicious variety of four peaks uh, again like i've talked about even with the peach beer that i never thought i'd like i love it i love it all uh clutch connect talked about us going live for the mlb draft we will be going live for the mlb draft so make sure to stay tuned for that we have a lot of uh preparation to do for that and uh we are very excited about the impact that these guys can make on the arizona diamondbacks like jesse said mike hazen has an amazing track record uh for you know selecting draft picks and uh, I'm excited to see what he does. Very good selections up there at the top. So I, I think it's going to be hard to miss with the available players that uh, the Diamondbacks have to choose from. <laughs> Chris says Suns didn't even have a pick and had four hours of coverage. I expect you to bring it. <laughs> God damn. That's yeah, there's, call, there's a lot like, of, no, man, uh, there's a lot of pressure on us so now, high. Derek. We have to, we have to do this, but uh, yeah, our, our plan, I'll, I'll unveil a little bit of our plan. We're not, we're not going to go live for the, for all 20 rounds of the MLB draft over multiple days because uh, I don't, I don't think, any, I don't coward. think there's a, just say it. yeah, Let's yes, say it, it is. It is completely my fault. All. Um, I, yeah, Derek would be super on board, but I just don't want to do it. So we're not going to do that. But we do plan to go live. And I'd fucking make that whole bitch. I'd, I'd the whole thing, the whole thing. And now it's put a five dollars in the swear jar. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, you're creating. <laughs> now you just have to put another one. Uh, the swear jar. We're gonna have to make that happen. We can't. It doesn't really work when we're remote, but we're we're definitely gonna uh, pull out the swear jar for uh, get some some donations going, but. Um, anyway, yes, our plan is to go live on Sunday, the 17th, which is the day that they have the first and second rounds of the MLB draft. The Diamondbacks will have, uh, three picks 
um, among those uh, those two rounds. So they have three of the first 43 picks in the draft. So we'll be there. I think. Yeah, they have a com- competitive balance pick. Something like that, and then the third, third, uh, second overall pick. Yeah, right, right. The second overall pick, of course, is is going to be the big one. So uh, definitely join us for that. And uh, you know, if you're feeling courageous, stick around, and and we'll uh, we'll have the next couple picks live as well. So we hope uh, we hope you guys can join us then. And I will make a tiny castle out of beer cans. I can assure you that that's what's going to happen on that <laughs> show. But of course, uh, uh, we thank all of our sponsors, especially Four Peaks again for hosting us yesterday at the Coyotes Draft. It was. Uh, a great, great time. And if you missed it, make sure to check that out on the PHN Exports YouTube channel. Uh, you can see all four hours of it. So uh, that, that if, you, if you didn't get a chance to watch it live, it's still there for you. Uh, again, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you again for joining us for lunch. Uh, On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you guys being here and being in the comments. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you don't bring Mark Melanson in in non-save situations.